0: Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Hey, welcome everyone to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. I'm super excited about today's guest. She is an internationally recognized executive branding expert, speaker and author of the award-winning book, LinkedIn for the savvy executive. She creates powerful brand messaging for senior executives and their companies to increase their visibility, influence, and ability to capture their future. She is a member of National Speakers Association and a certified virtual presenter. Here to talk Bow Girl Biz is a bold girl talking biz. Let's welcome Carol Kamerman to the show. Hi, Carol.
1: Hi there. I'm so glad to be with you, Robbie.
0: Yes, I am super excited to talk about LinkedIn and how our audience of entrepreneurs can really show up linked in LinkedIn. Like that is the place.
1: It is. It is. Yes. It's where many First impressions are made.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, let's dive in and let's talk about how you got here to the LinkedIn space.
1: Well, it wasn't a straight path. Oh, let's say, so nobody goes to graduate school to become a LinkedIn expert, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what led me to this um, was a horrendous end to a career oh it was it was so painful i had been a marketing communications consultant for a fortune 500 company for 20 years and they were my sole client oh i did wonderful work for them and i had the opportunity to launch many first of kind devices and um launch different therapies all over the world and I really loved it. So in 2010, and again in 2011, as the market took a dive for their industry, they decided to do what many companies do, Mm. and that is outsource whole departments. And they outsourced the marketing communications department. And I realized since I had served them exclusively, that... I was out of business, and my my network was entirely within that company, and so I needed to build a network so that I could work again, and while I was studying LinkedIn to make sure that I could bring my best self to the platform, Uh I began to help my friends who had also lost their jobs, all the people that had hired me over 20 years, they were all out of work, too, and When they began to send me their friends, people that I didn't know, I realized, oh, something's going on here. I have a new area of subject matter expertise, and this will be the start of a new direction. So now I shine my branding brilliance on people. Oh, I them. love it. I love it too. I'm having a quick <laughs> time.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And so that is what brought you here. And so tell us what or why should bold girls even care about LinkedIn?
1: Okay. Well, it is the first place that people look to see who you are. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, wow, you know, um, we cannot move without finding out. Who is it that's made an appointment with me? You know, what can I find out about them? And um, even if you go first to Google instead of going directly to LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. the first item on the list will always be their LinkedIn profile. So we want to make that great first impression on the place where great first impressions are made. On LinkedIn. On LinkedIn.
0: Yes. And how can that, um, how can LinkedIn help us to grow
1: our influence? Okay, well, you can grow your influence not only by what you put in your profile. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, there are things that we can do in our profile to show that we are credible. You know, we have logos and we have associations and we have honors and we have um those things Mm -hmm. but also growing your influence has to do with sharing your thought leadership online. Ah so on that's key posting and sharing and um perhaps even writing um you know articles on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and posting there.
0: So when when we talk about branding within mm-hmm. LinkedIn is um, so sometimes I see posts uh, in LinkedIn that are, you know, just a name, uh, nothing behind it, but it just tells what we do. Uh, talk about the branding piece. I think that's very important. Um, I know that LinkedIn is a very good place to start, um, but how can one start the branding process of what they okay. do?
1: Okay, well, I know that there are all kinds of people that um, are branding experts and Mm -hmm. some of them have lists of 59 questions that you're supposed to answer to be able to determine your brand. They do, right? Yes, I have seen those lists and Uh I really know, you know, I need to help my clients and the people that I um, serve through workshops and such get to it much faster than 59 questions. So I ask three questions. Oh. And they are three very simple questions, but they are very powerful and they're not necessarily easy to answer. Oh. So the first is, what are the three things you want to be known for? Okay. Now it's important when you answer that you not think of six things that you want to be for. <laughs> I found that I actually did um list six things the first time somebody asked me that question and I realized later that six is not twice as powerful as three. It's not sure. half as powerful as three because three is a memorable number. Yes. As, as speakers, writers, um pastors Many of those people use the power of three mm-hmm. to make their statement memorable. And so um, you want to make sure that you're not listing more than three things you want to be known for, because when we do, we look unfocused. Oh, and that's unfocused good. This is not hireable. So uh-huh. question number one, three, three things you want to be known for. Question two, what are your differentiators or What's different about you? What is unique about you in the world of work? Okay. And then number three, what are your keywords? And this is where you actually just sit down and think, well, if I were searching for somebody just like me, what words would I use? And what skills would I expect that person to have? Write yourself a list. So these three questions are like, building blocks, the way that I use them in the LinkedIn profile, um, we start with the headline and the headline should have a functional job title. Okay. Um, it, it doesn't have to be your exact job title. You know, like you could be um, instead of um, business analyst three, <laughs> you could, <laughs> you know, uh-huh no really um you know you could just be business analyst um Ah. and then um put a colon and then play with it but think about the three things you want to be known for would that be a good end to it um would putting in your differentiator be good we have 220 characters to tell that that headline story
0: Wow now so when you talk about keywords that that is a tough question so digging deep about keywords are tough um, how my question how can one start with the keywords um, and I know like an example uh, like you gave the example of that business what would be the keywords because that's that's a tough hard question
1: okay so I um one of the um one of the ways that you can search and and expand the number of keywords that you're using is through the little search engine that's part of the skills inventory that we have on our LinkedIn profile oh okay um the first thing that I would do is I would enter business analyst and um look at the drop down menu at the different words that show up
0: okay yes
1: and um as you're in your skills section, LinkedIn will already have recommended some skills that they think go with the skills that you've already listed. Uh-huh. Um, so you want to have skills um, in your skills inventory that are job titles, um, that are areas of subject matter expertise, that are perhaps... Specific programs that you use or um, knowledge areas. For instance, if you uh, know all about regulatory affairs, um, that would be in there. So, um, yeah. Um, Once you figure out what your skills are, we have the extra opportunity to make them align with the three things we want to be known for because the LinkedIn skills now only show the top three skills. And so many people are unaware that that change has happened. They think that you cannot change the order of your skills because um, it used to be that the ones that were most highly endorsed would be on top. But sometimes, the um, the ones that are at the top are not the ones that you intend. They don't align with the three things you want to be known for or your um, differentiators. Okay, and so we need to pick new ones. <laughs> and you know
0: that is so interesting. Yeah. yeah, that really is interesting. Wow, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see? people making on LinkedIn?
1: Okay. Um, the very biggest mistake is not taking it seriously. You know, um, when we just put up any old picture. Yes.
0: And I've seen that. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, so many times. Um, you know, we'll get a picture of somebody really dressed up, because they're at a wedding and you know they've got their wife's hand coming over their shoulder and it's oh <laughs> yes, it's I've like, seen that. Oh, I've seen that. Um, oh, I know I know yeah. what are they thinking? Um <laughs> it's important to realize that this is the place where first impressions are made, so everything we do reflects on us, and if we you know, dash off uh, an about section that's two sentences long instead of using, um, we have four paragraphs to write in that section. Uh-huh. Right, just two sections. It's like almost, <laughs> I mean, it's just incomprehensible. It doesn't do for you what um, a real section would do um, because LinkedIn is a search engine and LinkedIn is looking for your keywords. So if you haven't written very much, it's certainly not going to find your keywords often enough to rank you well.
0: That's a good question to my next one coming up is, so if you don't have a well-developed profile, and right. and many of us don't, and we definitely need your help, what are we missing out on?
1: You'll never know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it has to be job opportunities. Um, and, and I'm just taking wild guesses because, um, you know, I sometimes get notifications of people who have, who looked at my profile. And I can imagine that if it's not, um, you know, up to date or, you know, right now in real time, they just pass me over, you know? Yes.
1: Okay. The reason I said, you will never know. Uh-huh. Is- that if they start by doing a keyword search and your name doesn't come up, they're never even going to look at your profile.
0: Ah, that's good.
1: You know, um, the things that people search for are um, internal candidates who have represented themselves well um, for Opportunities like to lead uh, a key task force or a key work initiative, um, board appointments, mm. opportunities to speak, opportunities, right. that, you know, uh, the chair of this or that, you know, uh-huh. all kinds of things that we, you know, we. if your profile doesn't rank well, your views would be low. And you will have missed it without ever knowing that you missed something.
0: That's, that is good to know. And um, so if we don't know what we don't know, (laughs) (laughs) right. Uh, Just like you said, someone has a, you know, they're at a wedding and here someone's hand is on the picture and it's their profile picture on LinkedIn. You know, Obviously they don't know what they should know. How can one really begin to look at their LinkedIn differently? What's the first step?
1: Oh, the first step. I think the first step is just um hearing a message like this yes. and going, "Oh my goodness, I need to wake up." and get serious about what I've put on my profile. You know, we're in and around the holiday season we've got a little extra time perhaps in our vacation time toward Mm -hmm. the end of the year. Um, That would be a really good time to assess what is in your profile and move forward. Um, I have uh, the second edition of my book, LinkedIn for the Savvy Executive, that's coming out. Um, it will be on Amazon in um, December. Oh, and congratulations. Yes. yes. And it, it's a very good book. It is a strategy and action book as opposed to a how-to book. Um, there are no screenshots in my book. It is <laughs> it's all about your brand and how to bring it through various areas of the profile and also how you use the platform to engage with um, your ideal audience.
0: Wow. So let's talk about that because um, some of us have a very good LinkedIn page and um, lead generation. That's a very, very big terminology now. Uh, Do people get lead generation through LinkedIn?
1: I think they really do. Um, It is interesting. Lead generation to some people means that they use some automated process and um you know they they send out automated um invitations for people to connect yes. and then it's like oh wow i've got a lead well that that kind of bother, bothers me okay I, um my lead generation comes from offering information to the community that is useful So I either am finding articles about leadership that I am posting with some commentary Uh or I'm writing my own articles about how to use LinkedIn effectively or I'm generating my own little lessons about um, this and that, about how you can propel your brand effectively on LinkedIn. And leads come because The content is rich. The the information that I'm putting out is worth commenting on Mm. so that it attracts not only the people that I knew, but the people that they knew. (laughs) Oh, good, good. You know, I get a lot of, I suppose you would call them leads in that way. My network is ever growing because of the, the way that I use the platform.
0: And you use the platform by posting a lot. And is there is there another way that we can uh, generate leads? Because I think everyone wants to grow their business. Yes. And um, of course, we have to put ourselves um, in, in that place, in that right. um, moment, and then start generating content. Content is king. And so when we, when we put the content out there on LinkedIn, does that is there another way besides putting content out there for us to generate leads?
1: Um, another way to mm-hmm. generate leads is to follow the people that are important to you. Oh,
0: so it, that's good.
1: It really is important because say you have a, a client, they've been a client, but they're not currently doing any business with you. Mm-hmm. Um, You can look at their profile and see what they've been posting by looking at their activity section. If they are posting content, you should be in there cheering for them. Um, Not with just a like, but also a comment because when we comment cogently, Mm -hmm. then people that are in their network see us they see us, we see them. It's, it's all a matter of relationships. So I think relationships is where leads come from. You know, when someone shares my content, either directly with the share button or by commenting, Mm -hmm. it shares my content with their network. And when I, when I touch people who are gracious. The people that are connected to them are gracious and all are enriched by that. Okay. So I think, you know, that's a really different way than reaching out to a hundred people by auto message
0: each
1: day. Mm, Yes. Yes. That's the way so many people talk about lead generation and that bothers me a lot that <laughs> really
0: does okay so when i um my next question is about cuz you are very fearless in going out there and getting you know putting yourself out there on linkedin what has been a a mistake that you have made that you have learned from that you can tell our audience you know something to make them hey listen don't Do this mistake, I I did this, but then out of it came something glorious.
1: Oh my, um, one of the things that happened while I was learning was that I was changing my headline almost every day because Uh. I was trying to get it right, and I didn't think anybody was noticing, Mm. but they were. (laughs) (laughs) I got this, I got this, um from from a friend who said, I don't understand what you are doing. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So you're trying to make it perfect.
1: Yes. Well, the other thing was that was um, in 2013, when LinkedIn was actively letting every change on your profile, notify your whole That's
0: right notify your whole network.
1: Oh it was just terrible. So when I published my first book in 2016, I talked about how important it was to shut that off. That was <laughs> one of the things I learned. Okay, okay. good. But um, they, they don't do that anymore. Um, they, they do post um, a brand new job and you know, just a couple of other things. if you have a brand new education thing that you um, enter, you know that you just mm-hmm. graduated, um, they'll post that, but um, they hardly post anything at all. So um, my section on um, settings in my book is much different this time around than it was last time. But one of the one of the problems that we have in our settings now, since Microsoft bought LinkedIn, they added another little setting. and the default setting is yes. Here's it. Here's what it's called. It's called Microsoft Word. Okay. And the setting reads something like: Allow Microsoft Word to use information from your experience section in resume assistant, a feature within Microsoft Word. Hmm. Now, what that means is that if Microsoft thinks that your um, experience section that talks about business analyst is stellar, they might borrow it and use it as like a template so that when someone is filling out their resume assistant, they have it as an example. Uh Well, that makes our profile so much more vulnerable to plagiarism. So that is one that I always recommend that someone turn off.
0: Wow. That's a number one tip. That's, that's really good. And did you say that all you have to do is put it on no, or is it, was it a yes? Okay. So we just turn it to no.
1: Okay. And there is one more that is. um, Yes, please. (laughs) So um, I would say 95% of people are advertising their competition. And so the way that that looks on your profile, so you can check to see whether you are, is on the right-hand side of your profile, it will say, people also viewed. And on the computer, it will show 10 people. On the phone, it will show 20 people. Those are people that were viewed at the same time that your profile was viewed. So in essence, they are your competition. Ah. sometimes they are not people that do just what you do. And you're going, ah, you know, these are just my friends. Well, you know, that could be, but as a matter of fact, they are drawing attention away from your plat, from your profile.
0: Oh, that's good. We want to get rid of it.
1: And so um, that setting is, is um, just a simple switch from uh, yes to no. no. Oh, that's
0: so simple. Yeah, I don't think anyone I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, wow. This has been really great. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So if you've got a good LinkedIn profile, are you all set?
1: Well, Mm. a LinkedIn profile is great, but we shouldn't just let it sit. We should enrich it and um add to it yeah. um one of the very new sections of the linkedin profile is called the featured section and we should be adding to that um oh you know once every couple of weeks so we can add things like our posts Okay. we can add pictures we can add video it's a very visual section The pictures show up really nice and big, and um, it is just a fantastic new section. So, um, you know, we need to enrich our profile every so often. The other thing is, if you're not using LinkedIn, Uh um, you're not growing your network, and LinkedIn kind of penalizes you. You're not... Top of mind for anybody. And probably on the algorithm, when um you know you're doing a keyword search, you are going to be less likely to show up than somebody who's just, you know, out there all the time. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's it's a, it's an important business tool. And it is a tool that we can use to not only explain our brand but also to grow our business in the way that we use it.
0: Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carol. I have learned so much. Uh, Literally this, this has been great. I'm going to have to um, circle back on my LinkedIn and check it out. My goodness. I'm sure people work with you. You work with people. Um, How can our audience
1: get in touch with you? Absolutely. Well, the key to getting in touch with me is knowing how to spell my last name, which is really, really hard. <laughs> Twice <laughs> as many letters. Uh huh. So, Carol Kemmerer, and it's K-A-E-M-M-E-R-E-R. So once you know that, you can find my LinkedIn profile. You can find my company page: LinkedIn.com/company/slash carolkemmerer.com. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> website, carolkemmerer.com, you can find my, um, my YouTube account and all of my videos about LinkedIn. Um, I publish every month a, a new article and I publish every week a new lesson. Oh. And you can find those through the hashtag, hashtag carolkemmerer. So- You know, it's not hard to find me once you have the spelling. The spelling right.
0: (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, let's spell that last name one more time for our audience.
1: K a e, m m e r e r. All right. Almost like a
0: cheerleader. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Absolutely. Well, this this has truly, truly been some lessons learned and I know that I have taken something away, something away and thank you for that and I'm sure my audience has too. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank Absolutely.
1: You. It's yes. a pleasure. Thanks so much.
0: Do you have anything else coming up that you would like to share
1: with our audience? Okay, well, um my book LinkedIn for the savvy executive second edition will be um on Amazon shortly. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm very excited and uh so A lot of things are associated with that. I'll have a book launch in January and um, the book should be available by Christmas. So that's kind of exciting. Um, And listen for me on podcasts. I've I've been um, blessed with an awful lot of opportunities to speak with great podcasters recently, including you. It's such (laughs) a nice experience to get to know you, Robbie.
0: Thank you so much. Well, audience, there you have it. Get your LinkedIn profile ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, there are two ways to learn. Make your own mistakes or learn from others. I'm your host, Robbie Walls, and I'm here to help you grow your business with new strategies and different ideas so that you sell more and sell better without needing years of experience. It's time to hustle up, get into action, and be your bold self. Text the word bold, that's B-O-L-D, to 55312. Get your free guide to resilience and then schedule 29 minutes to work with me personally. I love you for listening and I'll see you next time on Bold Girl Biz. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to BoldGirlBiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you. You are powerful and you are bold.